All right, my sporties, y'all know that sound. And that can only mean one thing as I sit from my half empty glass of wine. I thought she was wearing Kool-Aid. What the fuck are you doing? You know I'm ghetto, so I put ice in wine. But anywho. <laughs> you, she said it, y'all, not me. Let's. I'm going to keep my mouth closed. Anywho, that means that you are back for another episode of Who That Rises Up Sports Talk with a Gay Twist. And of course, I am Kenny Ray, and I'm here with my good sister, Glenn Reeves. And I'm very happy to be back after a vacation and Glenn disappearing for no reason whatsoever. And yeah, it's bitches football season. We're going to stop letting you talk first because you get the line and shit. You are awful at this hosting thing. Who disappeared, bitch? I wasn't nowhere. I'm 244 fucking pounds. Where am I going? (laughs) Bitch, don't try. This pussy's still fat. You get on my nerves. Um, um, That's why you don't let bitches talk on on the internet, honey. Ooh, she got my nerves. Um, Yes, we are glad to be back. Um, I did not disappear. I have actually no idea what happened last week. Usually she said, girl, are you ready? Or something like that. She was to let it not be told that bitch was on vacation. I don't think she actually want to tell y'all the truth. She went on vacation. I let the bitch vacate. I didn't fly. Well, you know what? I'm not, I'm not about to argue with you about this. The you don't motherfuckers that argue with me, Lou. So I don't know why you're trying. I asked you earlier last week, I said, can we record? Okay, did you not just say you weren't going to argue? Did you just not say you wasn't going to argue? Okay. Anywho, I just thought I would would bring to the statement you just fucking made. I'm glad glad that we back because had I I not said something to this bitch, we would not be recording this week either. So there you go. Because she want to go be in the streets for Southern Decadence. (laughs) I like how she called me out. I, I like it. I like <laughs> I like how the dark and lovely when I gave her a compliment for Custa out. Um the dark and lovely one wanna have an attitude just because I want to be in the streets. I'm grunt with the capital T. Grunt. <laughs> Last time I checked, my husband is also grown. And uh, to, for shake of shit argument, my husband said, Yeah, I'm not having that fight this weekend. So <laughs> My husband said, I'm not having that fight this weekend. Let me just go on and let you get drunk and say, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> baby, the rent, look, tomorrow's the first, so the rent will be paid. Lights is paid. And as far as he can say, we got groceries. He don't give a fuck about life. <laughs> and he did look, and he didn't have to spend no money. So guess what? Well, actually, I told him I needed $100 for tomorrow. He said, for what? I said, because my alcohol taste is going to get real high this week. And he said, babe, tomorrow, which was today. I, he said, tomorrow <laughs> is Thursday. He said, you have three more days. I said, I know, husband. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Well, yeah. Bless his heart. I know. I'm probably going to get divorced. Look, in the next year, I'm probably going to get divorced. Fuck around my husband. He going to say, I had enough of this shit and walk out. <laughs> Y'all don't want to say shit. If he ain't figured out who the fuck you are by now, then I don't know what to tell him. That's what I tell people, honey. He better get it together. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yes, we are glad to be back. It is football season, people. I don't know what the fuck is happening on TV right now with all these games. They're like they're playing pitch and catch, but also, they also ain't playing nobody. But I digress. Utah is is trying to embarrass uh, um, uh, Florida right now. Uh huh. I I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know, child, but I listen. I'm watching, honey, because I like this fucking Karen. I just like to see people play pitch and catch at this point. I don't give a fuck who it is. Um, But yes, football is back. I am blessed. We are blessed that it's back. We are one week away from the start of the NFL week one. Uh, Let me just say. 
bless y'all. I I am going to start with slaves of the week, but let me just say this before I get started. Y'all have outnumbered yourselves. Y'all have outdid yourselves. Mm-hmm. I have never shown, thought, shown up and showed out. I have never thought when you ask a bunch of homos, straight folks, and whoever listens to this bullshit, uh, <laughs> that y'all would actually listen. Now I don't know, and it and it and I will say this: it was never a duplicate. So that's also, um. But let me say this: me and Kenny are humbled. We are grateful. It makes us want to do this even more because I get tired of talking to this bitch, actually. Y'all don't believe me. I actually get tired of talking to her. She actually gets tired of talking to me. I, I don't believe you either, so how about that? Uh, I actually miss her, but that's it. that only lasts roughly 24 hours after I've seen her. Like, oh my God, it's so good to see you. We cry, and then we go get drunk, and we forget why we're actually around each other. Um, fair enough. <laughs> see, like I this now. But... Y'all have showed out to the tune of 972 votes. Mm, mm, wow. Mm. Wow, 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 wow. Now, some of y'all... I, look, I, go ahead. I was expecting... I was expecting if I would have been completely humbled and blown away if we had gotten 200 to 300. Nope, 972. No I expect this much engagement, and I am so incredibly humbled and thankful for you sporties that 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 take time to listen as as glenn called it this bullshit mm-hmm. but i know i know we joke but we really do care and we call this our little queer a, sli- a queer slice of sports heaven for a reason i'm glad that we're able to create just a safe and fun space to talk about sports and just be queer whatever that looks like for you or be an ally whatever that looks like for you because everybody's welcome here so I, i'm just very humble. yeah i didn't as i i said is this for real have i actually because i have to tally and i have to i have to do tallies and all the other shit i had to count past 100 that was fucking lot um <laughs> girl when i did that shit drunk i was like oh no Oh Lord! <laughs> I know. So I had to read. I did it drunk and I did it sober. They came out the same way. Uh, <laughs> came out the same way. I think <laughs> comedic relief for that. Some of you motherfuckers need y'all need to pay attention to the television screen. Uh, no, it's they votes. It's it they is. Votes. I didn't listen, children. I just say pay attention to the television screen. But these are y'all votes. <laughs> And so let's get into it. And I'm going to start. Shall we start in the NFC, Kenny, or should we start? So here's how I'm going to do this. I'm just going to go by. We're going to go now, by. We just, we just doing some preliminary stuff because just just so everybody knows the actual end of the voting is, is Monday. What, what? Monday. It is Monday. And so then we'll, we'll do like the actual, you know, ending results on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it Wednesday in time for Thursday night football. Um, preliminary voting. Uh, should we start in the AFC or the NFC? Uh, let's start with let's start with the NFC because the AFC I think is going to be more interesting. All right, children. Well, uh, I'm going to start with the NFC East just because I am that girl, and I can yeah, do it. I start. and I can do what I want to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can do what I want to do. So right now, 
in first place, I'm just going to give the teams. I'm not going to give actual numbers until next week. Okay, I'm just going to give, yeah, I'm just going to give teams of where we are sitting. Uh, in the NFC East, it is a very divided turn of turn, should I say. In first place, I actually have the Dallas Cowboys. Really? Yes. Well, you know, Dallas has their faithful. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> second, I, I know, do. I know how you feel about the Cowboys. So. Second and third, currently right now by a split of thirty votes, missing second and third. Uh, it is the Eagles and the Commanders. Lastly, it is the Giants. Wait, no, no, no. Okay, okay, got it. Okay. Lastly, it's Giants. Okay. Yeah. Lastly, is the Giants. So it goes Dallas, the Giants, and the Eagles. No, I'm sorry. Dallas, Eagles, Giants. I'm sorry. Well, I take that back. Hold on. Dallas, let me read that again. Dallas, Philly, Washington, Giants. Okay. But, you, but remember, the Eagles and the Washingtons, uh, y'all probably am. Washington and the <laughs> Eagles, the commanders and the Eagles are only separated, y'all, by 30 votes. So keep that in mind. We said we're not doing numbers. Oh, my bad. Anyway. <laughs> Let's carry on to the NFC North, which okay. Look, okay. I'm going to start with the. I'm I'm going to work my way backwards. I'm going to try something different here, guys. Okay, don't hurt yourself. I know. Been I've been drinking. <laughs> Y'all know I drinks. Um, in fourth place, it is the Chicago Bears. Okay. In third place, it is the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. In second place, it is the Detroit Lions. Mm. And in first place, as we know, that leaves the Green Bay Packers. Mm, I see some love give like some love giving the Jordan love. I guess this is his time, honey. I guess. I guess. I mean, I'm not. I'm not opining until next week, so I just move on. You know, my, <laughs> you know, my name ain't my name is Ben, and I ain't even in it. That's not my circus. Listen, I, I ain't one to gossip, but you ain't hear that, that from me. me. Hmm. <laughs> Let's go on to the West. Whew, y'all have high expectations. I get it. Um, first place, the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Second place will belong to the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Third will belong to the Rams. And lastly, the fourth place will belong to the Cardinals. Now, all right. I can toss that up in the air and do what you wish with it. I think that's probably fair, but we'll discuss that in more detail as we get into next week. Uh, I think that the 49ers are going to get upset by Pittsburgh game one, but we can probably talk about that later. But yeah. NFC South. Um, I mean, I love you guys. Hey, uh, but I think you guys are not wrapped too tight in this one either. Anyway, <laughs> if you say Tampa at number one, I'm going to start from the bottom and I'm work my way it. up. I'm not finding <laughs> Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to start at the bottom and work my way. I was like Drake, honey. I'm going to start it from the bottom. Now we're here. Uh, okay. <laughs> in fourth place, it will be the Carolina Panthers. Okay. I listen. This ain't this ain't us. This ain't got nothing to do with me and you. Like it's, we're not opining yet. So we're just... <laughs> in third place, 
Uh, <laughs> it is the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. In second place. <laughs> Y'all better. <laughs> yeah. Now, I will say this. I won't tell you how close this is, but it is a very close margin. Okay. And when I say close, bitch, it, I, yeah, it's very close. Second place uh, belongs to the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> First place belongs to Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now I will tell y'all this. I was subject to cancel this whole contest at the very <laughs> moment tonight. They were probably it's, it's Joe Paul for fucking with the Tampa Bay fans. <laughs> I was subject to cancel this podcast and this be our last episode tonight. <laughs> and then I realized that this is not me. I yeah I all right y'all I now we said we said we were given the sporty sporty yes. creative control over this so well, I don't fucking like creative control this is bullshit all right anyway <laughs> moving <laughs> y'all really <laughs> she was in a fucking insurance commercial no 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 anyway no, no. carrying on to the <laughs> AFC. I'm going to start with the AFC North just because I feel like mixing it up and I need some laughs at this point. The AFC North in fourth place, it will be the Cleveland Browns. Okay. In third place, it will be the Cincinnati Bengals. Nope. Okay. Second place will be Pittsburgh. First place will be Baltimore. That's unexpected. Currently as it stands right now. Uh, Okay. As it stands right now, let's go ahead over to the south. Um, once again, I'll start at first place. First place will be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. Second place will be the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Tennessee will remain third, and Houston will remain fourth. Okay. Let's go over to the east. Huh. I'll start at the bottom. This is probably the most. This is probably the most difficult one. It, and I, I can see where some, some. Yeah, I can see that here. Fourth place, the New England Patriots. Sec, I'm sorry. Third place, the Buffalo Bills. Hmm. I don't know. I haven't asked for explanations. That's the same me. Uh, okay. Third place. I'm sorry, second place. I'm so sorry. Uh, the Miami Dolphins in first place belong to the New York Jets. Okay. Well, our queen of shade is a... Uh... Yeah, I don't... I don't it, <laughs> no, this ain't us. Once again, I have to remember that this, my comment, my commentary at this moment has to be very subtle and calm, and anybody can tell you that's not me. But anyway, <laughs> moving on to the great AFC West, which this is where I thought there would be a lot of back and forth and con- not or just one that was so good that it was like, Oh fuck it. They're going to keep continue to rain. But I will tell you that that was not the case in this. So you guys, okay. uh, fourth place will belong to the Denver Broncos. Okay. 
They do have a lot to prove. Yeah. Third place will belong to the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. Second place will belong to the Kansas City Chiefs. First place will belong to the LA Chargers. Okay. Shout out to our California listeners. Right. So, (laughs) with that being said, y'all, this is y'all. This is all y'all. It has nothing to do with me and Kenny. Uh, Me and Kenny will not cast votes until next Wednesday. Uh, Uh. so we'll do that next Wednesday before the show starts. Uh, we'll probably do it online because it's probably easier with you guys. We'll, we'll probably do it that way. Um, so far, there is one, according to the standings thus far, that I agree with. I'm not going to say which one it is, but so far, there is one. Well, there's one yeah. I don't agree with, but it ain't got nothing to do with me. I agree with two. <laughs> I agree with two, but we'll we'll digress that next week. Uh, okay. We will be so on Wednesday. Uh, I have until Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to place the vote bet, so to speak. Uh, so on Wednesday, we'll tabulate and we'll 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 calculate from there. Um, and what I will do on Thursday, I'm actually off next Thursday and Friday. Uh, I will go ahead and calculate the top 10 who were got the closest. We'll, we'll keep okay. I'll keep a running tally each week. You get what I'm saying. Uh, I have a spreadsheet on my, on my tablet that I'm able to keep a spreadsheet guys of then that's how I was able to tabulate and calculate and all that other good shit. So I'm able to keep a running list each week, how it, how it's been working and how it's not. So for those that are wondering, and then at the end, uh, the program will allow me to, it'll tabulate the top 10 for me, which would be awesome. Um, so I don't have to do a whole lot of work. I just got to keep it up to maintenance and things of that nature. I do that. I keep up scores, put scores then of the games that ended. So that's perfect. Come on with technology. Right. Um, thank God for Jesus, honey. Okay, my ass would be up here like with a pencil and a piece of paper. And <laughs> like she like she part of the fucking Flintstones. Uh, <laughs> I'm about, girl, this is some bullshit right here. I know my sister. Right. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> Let's just draw names out of a hat. That sounds like they're correct. <laughs> making shit up. <laughs> right. Girl, that sounds like it's right, bitch. No, bitch, it's not. <laughs> but I know her. I know her like a book. But now, now that we're into that, as I said again, you guys have showed up, showed out. Bitch, y'all brought the heat when there was, when there was a lot of heat. Um, uh, so, with that being said, we're going to turn it over to our because it leads right into it, y'all. It's mm-hmm. time, folks. She did that and she did it yes, well. She did it well, baby. It is football season, and don't nobody know have two happier gays than me and the other one on the phone. <laughs> right? You look. I can't get out my fan fast enough, <laughs> baby. Listen. <laughs> football season is here, bitch. Y'all better y'all better get with it and get right. Are you ready for some football? Come on, Hank Williams. Okay. Um, <laughs> but real quick, before we go any further, y'all have made me cackle this week. Yeah, so as we all know, and I every every person 
in the probably listen to the show and i know me and kenny have when we stayed home from school what our mothers and grandmothers made us watch and it was the price is right i will not lie to y'all that kind of rocked me just a little because bob barker was my shit when my grandma mm. made me stay home you was like oh you sick you gonna watch the-. that's how i still watch the, the stories now well price is right was my shit my grandmother i would always stay in bed and watch it and she would not allow me to watch any fucking thing else on television because she called it trash but i digress <laughs> Price is right with Bob Barker lived to be 99. He went, oh, he did not make it to 100. He did not go over. Uh, and as we all know, if you played that spin the wheel game, that was his saying. You cannot go mm-hmm. over a dollar. You could just, so he lived to be just that. What an ironic saying. Uh, but I wanted to take a moment because there's not anybody that I don't think listening or ever, or that has listened to our show that doesn't, that has not watched The Price is Right. It was a staple. And it, I didn't know it comes on at fucking seven o'clock in the evening. Now, apparently, mom is watching it. Now, so you tell my mama, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's a primetime thing now with, uh, what's his name? Drew Carey? Uh, Drew Carey, yeah. I thought, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, it'd be on at 10 o'clock in the morning. That's what y'all got. Price is Right. Uh, but, but I definitely. like Price is Right. I, I, like, yeah, because that was my thing, especially. What was the shit, honey? Mm hmm. So, but yeah, so th- may he rest in power. Bob Barker was a force of nature. I will give him that. He's an old, old man that everybody has seemed to love. And I know if you get to be 99, your fast pass to heaven was probably ticketed at like 90. So yeah. you, you probably up to dancing with everybody, honey. So have a good time. Um, now, college football is on the horizon. Uh, I call week one preschool football because there's really, I'll I be honest. <laughs> <laughs> there's really nobody playing anybody. The most I can say is LSU will be taking on Florida State at Camping World Stadium, Canyon, in Florida, in Orlando. Well, that is that does strike me as the most interesting game um, that is coming up. I mean, there's not really much to say about the Aflac kickoff game because I was at Louisville and Georgia Tech. Right. It's like, uh, okay. I mean, but yeah, the LSU and Florida State game does seem interesting. Um, I, mean, I think LSU is going to boat race them. Um, there's a lot of chatter about LSU being a contender this year because they had an outstanding recruiting class. Um, and, you know, it's Brian Kelly's with second season. The second season. Yeah, second season. And with the transfer portal, like, you know, it's not, it doesn't take long to turn the program around now because you see what Lincoln Riley was doing out at USC. Yes, so, so, you know, depending on what the quarterback situation looks like, however, other than Joe Burrow, LSU's never really needed an outstanding quarterback. Um, and they'll have a more dynamic offense. You know, the Ed Ogeron experiment was cute and we had a good time with it. Um, but <laughs> not, a, not it was cute we had a good time. His saving grace was Joe Burrow, honey. Let's be realistic. <laughs> but no, I so I'm I'm more I'm more interested to see what they look like coming out the gate. Um for my own selfish reasons because of course Alabama has to compete with them and SEC West. So uh, yeah, so that's interesting. I mean, I'll be looking forward to that one. Um, currently, Florida seems to be looking to get their asses kicked by Utah, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah, it doesn't um, look like they're doing too much. Like they said, fuck it, we ain't going to do that, <laughs> um, Other than that, there's really just not much going on. Let me 
Let's look and see if there's anything I'm missing. There's not. Yeah. I don't know what you what you're searching for. There's nothing going on. I, I, <laughs> I went over with a fine tooth comb. I put on my double glass. You know, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot going on, honey. I don't know what, what you're looking for, baby. Uh, you know, just to make sure, you know. Just oh, to, okay. Well, I'm proud of you. If he surprises, you know. Jackson State you, playing FAMU. I'd be interested in that, even though they were supposed to play in Atlanta. But for some reason, last minute, they canceled that and moved it to Miami. I don't know what that's about, but... Um, I was a little upset by that, if you can't tell. But uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, Alabama plays something called Middle Tennessee State. <laughs> Let me guess. That's in the middle of Tennessee. <laughs> Context clues, right? Yeah. Um, Elementary education. <laughs> I got one of them. Uh, no, I'm actually being extremely shady. You know, I went to I went to undergrad in Tennessee, so I'm familiar with it. But I just don't know why they're doing that the first game of the season. But um, yeah, you know, a game that I'm interested to see is uh, Dion's first game against TCU. I want to see the hoopla, the run, the Rushara. I want to see all of that. I want to well, see like nobody knows what the hell they're going to be. They, I mean, they got like 86 new players. He got rid of everybody. I think they said he only re- re- returned 10 scholarship players. Mm-hmm. I, I, I literally watched his you when he went into the room and met him all for the first time. I said to myself, I ain't no fucking body in there no more. I don't even know who none of these folks are. <laughs> these folks ain't in the room no more. Um, but it's going to be interesting because, A, let's be real, it's prime time. He brings a lot mm-hmm. of flair, a lot of fireworks, and thirdly, a lot of black folks. Don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's going to be on national television. They play Saturday at noon Eastern. So that's 11 o'clock my time. Well, noon your time was still 11 o'clock my time. I will okay. be in the streets. No, I won't. I will be asleep. I'll hungover but i'll be joining the streets momentarily after that um uh, at least i'm being honest uh, Very but, true. <laughs> um, it's going to be interesting to watch and like i said just because it's prime time and his son is quarterback and it's no longer the swack you get what i'm saying it's mm-hmm. no longer like oh Deanna, it went 36 and oh whatever the case may be it's no longer that you're now you're in the and I and I don't mean this in a bad way to the SWAT conference. You're now playing with the big boys. Where you can get Mollywop 45 to 0 if your team doesn't score. And it's it could happen. But I everyone's like, he's gonna beat TCU. Let's just be realistic, children. I don't see that. If it does, all right, I got you. Well, here's the thing. We literally have no clue what they are and what they're going to be. Correct. Because there's nothing, there's nothing to compare it against. Because, you know, I mean, he was very successful in the SWAC. Um, and for the people who don't know, the Southwest Atlantic Conference is a conference of historically black colleges and universities. And um, Deion Sanders coached Jackson State University in that conference and was very successful doing that before, you know, Colorado coached him. Sorry to say it like that, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Deion Sanders went in there and wrecked shot, fired everybody, excused all the players, and literally <laughs> started from scratch. So we have no clue what they are. We don't know what kind of offense they're going to run. We don't know what kind of defense they're looking to, I mean, I literally... We know nothing. Nothing. And so for people making any kind, I mean, I looked at, I mean, they, they, they gave them an 8%, they gave Colorado 8% chance to win that game. But 
a lot of that is just a lot of guesswork. And I don't know if it's just looking at the recruiting and whatnot. He didn't do bad recruiting. That that I will give him. Like, um, so you know, I, I you know, T, TCU coming off a well, coming off a very good season. Even yeah, though they got girl, rewind. Yeah. yeah. Even though they got boat raced in the college playoff last year, like we all know they would. But you know, I'm getting to that. But <laughs> she ran that but, new asshole, honey. Wow! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, Georgia beat the brakes off of them, but again, Georgia went on to be a national champion. So, you know, they were clearly the best team in league, in, in, in league last year. Um, but yeah, so we just don't know. So it's it's. What's intriguing about that game is the complete walking in there and just literally not knowing what you're about to see. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, I just I think that it's I I'm going to be okay with the unknown, so to speak. Uh but I, there's a commercial for the Pac-12 football championship and it's in Allegiant Stadium on Friday, December the first. I said, Oh, we still got a Pac-12. Got it. Um for now. Yeah, but I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm here for the unknown, especially when it comes to Deion Sanders. Uh, Shout out to my sexy boyfriend who's on wine duty right now. (laughs) Anyways, continue. She quiet, I see. I love you, Eric, and I haven't met you yet. When we do see each other, hopefully for Halloween, um, that's all I have. I, I, we'll drink together and hug and cry at some point. I'm sure. Uh, I tend to do that these days. I'm older. I'm not as I'm not as dramatic as I used to be. Uh, I just get drunk and I'm just old now. Um, you said you're not as dramatic as you used to be. No, bitch. I I, I like calm, tramp. Um, oh gosh, what'd she say? Small, he just said, she said have, I told, have I told you how dramatic he is? And yeah, we're sisters for a reason. I, yeah, trust me, we're sisters for a reason. It's, <laughs> I do find people, Eric, I baby, I do find people that are similar to me so that it works well. You know, when they say friendships are supposed to grow and evolve, this is 10 years, it has grown and evolved. So we're, we're pretty much the same person. It, it just works that way. It, all of my friendships work for a reason. I know why bitches are my friends. That's why I only have like four of them. <laughs> <laughs> I only got like four of them. Uh, bitch can't handle they Like I have ten people living inside me. Besides the ten, I got to deal with with Kenny, and, and it's a lot. No, mm-mm. no. Oh. I'm starting to burn my own house fucking down. No, let's not. Mm-mm. But you're a great wine boyfriend. That is amazing. Uh, Bill be sleep at this point. Bill be like, fuck you. Get your own drink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was be like, you better get your own fucking drink. Uh, it's past my bedtime. Bill don't play that game. Uh, <laughs> that's when you get like, because we celebrate. So Bill and I will celebrate five years, September the 28th, which is rapidly approaching, dear Jesus. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, my husband don't play them games. No, he used to do that. That romance shit. We don't do that when it's time to have sex. He'd be like, right, <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that, bro. You get your own fucking drink. <laughs> we're here to pay bills go on vacations hold each other hand make sure the one don't cheat on the other one you go out and play with your friends though with all that romantic shit we do that when it's time to have sex other than we cuddle and fuck that 
you don't like going to bed at nine o'clock. I do. It's that kind of relationship for us. Anyway, <laughs> but I, for, back to the it's it's the unknown. So I'm excited to watch. So I will be able. I will watch that game for sheer purpose of I want to see what happens because the rest of the day football is straight shit. So I'm not watching it. Uh, yeah. And then on yeah. Sunday, as we said again, LSU will take on Florida State. Let's not hope. Let's not hope that what happened last year will happen this year because I would be disappointed. We start off that bullshit as we did again. Um, I think it's a very different situation this time. Um, but I will. I will tune in to watch that game. But yeah, I don't. I don't see that happening. I right. Really also, but- what I would like to say is that. Everybody that on on sports shows are ragging the SECs because we are we have been the power conference for years. What I have to say to that is, motherfuckers, step up and then get then go recruit just as hard. Now that don't mean you're gonna get the player, but you should probably act like it. Well, you know, it's funny you should it, it's funny you should mention that because I saw um who was it that did that was it Samuel Acho I, I can't remember I was watching Get Up this morning and. He came out and he said, you know what, I'm going to he said, I'm going to say this. And I know it's going to set a lot of people off. He was like, but the Big Ten is overrated. And I was like, come through, tell the truth. And the reality of the situation is in the last, what, 25 years, I think they were talking about 25 yeah. years. The Big Ten has won one championship and the SEC has won 16 of them or something along those lines. Say that. Uh, I didn't mean to say 20 years, but yeah, the, AC, the, the SEC has won 16 of them. Um, yeah, the Big Ten won one, and like the ACC has even won three, even though that's just Clemson. But still. <laughs> but still, they won. <laughs> well, I could be wrong. Florida might be thrown in there. But either way. Um, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so... Y'all, week one, I advise everyone to just, well, don't worry about it. It's fine. Turn on you. Just it's football is back. Watch it. Enjoy it. Uh, mm-hmm. But let me say this. Next, th- we will be, of course, back for another episode before then. But y'all, can y'all believe next th- a week from today will be week one of the NFL starting, dude. How long we've waited for that? And I think the first mm-hmm. game, isn't it Kansas City and Detroit? Uh, Let's take a look. It's a, it's a really good kickoff game. Um, hold on, let me see. Let me say so, yes, Kansas City and Detroit at Kansas City. I get to see it's Travis a- Kelsey run his big booty fine ass around. Um, <laughs> sorry. No, there's some there's a there's a couple of good interesting divisional matchups um week one. So yeah, starting off with Kansas City and Detroit. I mean it's not divisional, but it's still a good game. Um I'm interested to see Cincinnati and Cleveland because you know, has uh Deshaun Watson shaken off the rest? Um now that he's able to play a full season and focus on just that. Uh, and is it enough? To justify his ridiculous salary, ain't it? Ain't it astronomically rude? Yeah, his contract is. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just fucking rude. Um. Yeah. 
Uh, I think that, as I've already said, I think Pittsburgh's going to upset San Francisco, so I'm looking out for that. Um, We've got the classic matchup of Green Bay versus Chicago, which I think is interesting, not necessarily because I see a lot of promise in those teams, but, like, get to see Jordan Love. And it's particularly important just because of – the history that Aaron Rodgers, the history of success Aaron Rodgers had against the Bears, as he famously said, I own you. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I own you. His mouth has seemed to travel with him to New York, but whatever. <laughs> she has a love-hate relationship with Denver, apparently, but I mm, we'll meet that, we'll meet that bridge when we cross it. Um so, really quickly before we go, are you there? Did I lose you? Yeah, I'm here. All right. So I'm we here. do have a fan question, um, okay. and this fan question is: Hold on, let me get to my notes. I don't want to get it wrong because I tend to do that. Shh. You know I will. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> I don't like you. Um, <laughs> I don't like you. All right. Teddy, 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 like Teddy Riley, but all right. Teddy with an I. Okay. Don't, don't know if that's a girl or a boy, but Teddy, welcome. To, welcome. Uh, they can, they, we'll just say they. They could be anything in between. So. Right. Teddy <laughs> is from Milwaukee. Okay. Uh, so when you're ready to write the re- write the thing, Ramar, make sure we make sure because I know sometimes we'll forget. But Teddy is from Milwaukee. Teddy's uh, question is. My dad and I are great, uh, great Green Bay Packers fans since the beginning. My dad is one, and so is my grandfather. Do you think that this is the right move, and is it Jordan Love's time? Uh, hmm. Do you want to start or me? You go ahead and start, because it sounds like you already have thoughts. Do we have a choice? That's, that's <laughs> my answer. <laughs> So the Green Bay Packers at this moment remind me of uh, the big bad wolf and the three little pigs. Okay. So That's they huffed that. it. So at this point, the Green Bay Packers have huffed and they puffed and they've they've stomped and screamed and every, and the city of Green Bay has whined and complained because we want Jordan Love. Well, guess what? You have him. What now? According to everybody in Green Bay, they've embraced him. They love him. This is his time. He has waited his turn. So now on next Sunday, your turn is here. Do I believe that this was the right move? Yes and no. The yes is it was time for the queen to leave Green Bay. Mm-hmm. It was time. Y'all have that relationship is like it has soured. It was enough of that. She was ready to go. Y'all was ready for her to go. But that also, to me, may be a year too late. Too too late. And when I say that, is your love's been sitting there for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. And then the flashes of light that I've seen, I'm not impressed. But hey, a full season as knowing that you are QB number one may have changed that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but I still am not sure that Jordan Love will be loved in Green Bay. Hmm. 
Well, um, what I like about Teddy's question is that because it's which which, you know, when sports talk is not usually the case, but there's it's a nuanced answer. Um, and so I agree in part, but there are a couple of things that have to be acknowledged. One, <clears throat> the relationship was soured between the Green Bay organization and Aaron Rodgers because they drafted Jordan Love and didn't say shit to Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers spent years asking them to draft offensive players to surround him with weapons, and they continued to go defense, 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 defense. You know, offensive line, which is not a bad thing, but he's got to have people to throw the ball to. And then they keep trading to play away the people that he liked. Right. Um, and so I think they we call him the queen of shade for a reason (laughs) they fucked with him he started fucking with them and he made it his he made it his point to troll them endlessly like with flirting with retirement and all this stuff and playing games with them so to answer your question yes it was absolutely time it needed to happen however it was a quagmire that they created um because when you have a historically good quarterback you you need to take advantage of the situation and i knew that that situation had gone south when he decided to take all that money because he did it for a reason Uh he was just messing with him he knows what's up like he knows he knows the calculus and he knows how this works the same reason that Patrick Mahomes was willing to restructure his contract because he knows if you give them more space to be able to have uh, under uh, the salary cap, then he, you can su- surround him with better players. That was the secret sauce behind New England's dynasty that nobody talks about. Tom Brady never de- demanded the max money that he could possibly get. He never did. And that's the reason why they were still able to stay good for as long as they had. And by no means will I ever fault somebody for going to get their bag, but it also comes with a downside because that's the reason why it's a salary cap league for that reason to try to create parity. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, long story short, yes, it was, it was the right move, but it it's because they had to do it um, because they did not handle the situation well. I don't see a problem with him sitting for a while behind Aaron Rodgers because that's what happened with Aaron Rodgers behind Brett Favre. Absolutely. And I, as we've said a number of times, nobody really knows who Jordan Love is, what he is, et cetera. So there's going to be a lot to see in this season. Now, that being said, I just saw a press conference with him. It was either today or yesterday. And he said, you know, what is the biggest difference in so far as that you've been in the camp and what do you think you need? And the difference being, he said very simply, the reps. I got the reps. And that made sense. However, I can't help but feel like there is something Matt LaFleur is not telling us. And the reason why I say that is they already have a pretty stout running back room yet they're still flirting with the idea of bringing in Jonathan Taylor from the Indianapolis calls. 
which means, which tells me is that they're looking and knowing that they're going to have to lean on the run to take pressure off of Jordan Love. And it doesn't inspire a lot of confidence in me. <laughs> I could have told you that. It doesn't inspire. So I could be completely wrong. This is all conjecture. This is all sports gas baggery. But so well, y'all, y'all can tell she's drinking. She didn't. She didn't say three big words in a sentence. I'm proud of her. <laughs> I'm proud of her. And they actually, they actually all go together. I'm proud of her. <laughs> that means she's somewhat drunk, but she ain't all the way there just yet. Don't worry, Idiot. that bitch is driving the car there, but she just know that it's on, <laughs> it's on the way. But carry on, gas bag. We're bringing you back to where we were, so she don't forget. That fuck that up too. Right. Anyway, the point, the point was the point was for already for already stout running back room to still be looking for additional help in that area. When I know they have a they have a very good offensive line already, it tells me that they're not trying to put a lot. Orange and love. And that may just be a prudent thing to do because even though he's been only a couple of years now, he still has started. So he's not technically a rookie, but you know, like for all intents and purposes, he is. So I don't know if that's because they they're seeing something that they're just not talking to us about, or if they're just trying to hedge their bet and do something prudent and not put too much pressure on them. Um so that yes to be seen, but like I said, it doesn't inspire a lot of confidence in me. Um, so we'll see. He's got a lot to prove. This is what it is. Huh. Well, we do have, and speaking of JT, uh, we have a fan question. Uh, and I, I found a quick way to answer, but we'll talk about it anyway. Uh, Rachel, Rachel is from Cincinnati, but she's a Colts fan. She wants to put go blue in there. I thought that was Michigan, but Hey, what do I know? What do I know? Um, Rachel, I'm sorry. That was that's not rude. I just honestly thought Go Blue belongs to Michigan, but apparently it goes to Indianapolis too. Uh, so Kenny, don't make fun. That was just that's the truth. Go Blue is like a thousand teams across this country. So excuse the fuck out of me. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Rachel would like to know. Should JT have stayed in Indy or was it right to go out and find or what team do we think he'll be able to go to? Okay. Um, was he right to go to leave? Because um, there was, you know. Um, hmm. All right. So this is. Again, I guess because I like nuance. He's a running back. And running backs have a very short shelf life in the NFL. Ain't it short? <laughs> and so, so to answer your question is, yes, absolutely. If there is a market out there that's willing to pay him, then, yeah, he should go. Because, you, like I said, it's a very short shelf life for running backs. Um, and, you know... No Tino Shade, sweetheart, but nobody's talking about Indianapolis as a contender this year. Um, so there's really no nothing he has to lose by testing the market. Now I've kind of already alluded to um a second answer to your question is that uh Green Bay seems to be 
what the most chatter is around as far as where he could land. Um, but yeah, he, he you know it, it, he's 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 a running back. He absolutely should because that's just the nature of how the position is. It's the same reason why we say saw Saquon Barkley, you know, fielding you fielding offers and just taking a look and testing the market. And we're going to see that more and more. Um, which really are because they just need to find a way to get paid as early as possible. Uh, otherwise, they risk falling into irrelevance. Um, I.e., like you know, I, I won't say Ezekiel Elliott is irrelevant, but you know, he's not he's not what he used to be, and that's that that's what happens to all of them. <laughs> you know, you get older, you old. get slower, and well, never mind. Well, running back is the only position on the field where you can run and hit at any time whatsoever when the ball's in play. Correct. Think about that. It's the only position whatsoever that you can just run and hit at any time when the ball's in play. So they take a lot of hits. And we all know, like, the players are bigger, faster, et cetera. This is what it is. You know? Yeah, I so, agree. So yeah, I do, I do, I do think it was the right thing for him to do personally. Um, you know, sometimes as fans, we like to forget that there is a personal aspect to this, and they are people, and they have families and interests that they have to look after, and it, yeah, they don't owe us anything. Um, so yeah, now the question becomes, what what is starting to look like though? It is getting ugly. <laughs> that's the part where, you know, I mean, we're a sports show, so of course we live for the drama. Oh, I love good um, drama. Now. Even though I said I was yeah. calm earlier, I love yeah. a good moment that does not involve me, honey. Yeah, it looks like the relationships have soured a lot and the offers may not be there. So then he's got a decision to make. Is he just going to suck it up and play for the Colts? Is he going to sit out? Is he going to like what? Because it really does seem like he's trying to burn some bridges there. But (laughs) but I don't know. That situation is still evolving. Um, But I see nothing wrong with him and why he's testing the market and understand why. Yeah, I just I think it was also a good decision. Like I said, I'm all about, you know, go make your money while you still can. Uh, My slight add on to what Kenny is saying though is the market season is starting like that it's here uh so you going into a system and you the do they need you uh is the new working out to the new you get what I'm saying is mm-hmm. the new running back smarter faster even though you're still Jonathan Taylor I get it I you are in some circles you are still the man but remember as we get older there's somebody younger getting ready to go on and take you out. You get what I'm saying? So that's kind of my worry. Like, if the season is starting, and granted, you may not be needed until week four or five. Heaven forbid someone gets injured. But that's where we – you get what I'm saying? That's where I'm like, eh, yeah. you're looking kind well, of crazy. That's, that's literally what I was thinking because the, the trade deadline is not until October. And it's the NFL. There's going to be injuries. Yep. So, you know, it could very much – it could very well work out for me. It could very well not. So this is a roll of the dice. We'll see what happens. Child. <laughs> um, 
but yes so i think i'm just like oh okay well that makes sense but yeah so rachel that's that's the end in a nutshell um <laughs> our third <laughs> fan question i i couldn't even think that um I want to end. I want to end her question on on a positive note because I actually really do like her. Uh, her come question. On, their, come on, Oprah. Their question. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be presumptuous. I really like their question. Um, I think that Indianapolis has the right coach. And Who is their coach. <laughs> 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 I've been drinking. <laughs> I've been drinking. Sorry. Never mind. <laughs> I just thought oh, I would ask. Shane Sinchen. But yeah, no. I think I think he's I think they have I think they have the right coach. I think that for the most part, he's approached the situation as prudent as he could. He did make some controversial statements today. Um, but you know, this you know, I still wouldn't. It's, it's just, it just what he made clear without saying it out loud was that the relationship has turned sour, and so that's what I'm interested to see how that dynamic plays out. Because one thing I will say about Saquon Barkley's situation is it was contentious, but it didn't turn sour. Agreed. <laughs> okay. Well. Our third question is, and she wants it to be like rapid fire, Kenny, and it's kind of interesting. And you ready for this? All right. So you want me to rapid fire answer? No. So the question is, and this is from Shannon. Shannon's from Cincinnati as well, but I thought I pulled another Ohio just because I thought this one was funny. We've had questions from Shannon before. I'm old. I don't remember. Okay. I'm pretty sure we have. Yeah. All right, so Shannon wants us to name the four hottest quarterbacks. <laughs> oh, this is fun. <laughs> in the NFL. Okay. All right. Do you want to go first or? Uh, yeah, why not? Okay. Right. I'm going to start with number four. Uh, number four to me is Jimmy G. <laughs> okay. I know. It's weird. Number three. Ooh, this was a this was rough for me because I literally am like, uh, you would still get some, but you you working on eyes and nerves. But anyway, <laughs> number three is Andy Dalton. Ugh. This is my picks, not yours, ho. We talked about this. Fine, go ahead. Number two. <laughs> She's so rude. Ugh. Number two to me <laughs> would be Derek Carr because he is sexy. All right. Well, I mean, I can barely at least agree with that one. Yeah. And number one, oddly enough, it's going to be par for the course. It's, well, not par for the course, but rather different than what I think Kenny thinks I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Oh God! Please forgive me. Uh, um, ready? Sorry, I'm ready. I'm ready. It's a lot of build up, so I don't know what to say. Miss Trubisky, actually. Oh shut up! 
Mitch Trubisky actually is my sexiest little nigga quarterback right now. <laughs> Was not expecting that. Yeah, okay. you're welcome, ho. I had to think about that when she when I read it. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm... <laughs> now I don't know in what world. <laughs> Where uh, Jimmy Garoppolo came in anything less than first. I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> like, I know that's the easiest answer, but I mean, come on. Like, sometimes I wonder, like, how are we the same species? <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> um, number two, of course, is, and you know, that there's the history of me and Mitch Kabisky, you know, we still mm-hmm. working things out. I'm, you know, still waiting for him to come home. Um, <laughs> we got, she got, she got jobs now. <laughs> so I would say, yeah, Mitch Kabisky. Um, number three, have you taken a good look at Kenny Pickett? I have, and it, that was up there, but then I was like, uh, Mitch, I still want Mitch to, never mind. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I have. <laughs> so yeah, I got to, I got to put him on this list. Now, this was a close three or four for me. Um, this is based on more of swag and, and presence. Uh-huh. And just like, you know, um, yeah, just, just, yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, good Lord. See, this is what happens when I start drinking too much during the show. Um, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Joe Burrow is, is officially like my swag daddy number four. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you when you're right, sis. <laughs> That was a fun question. <laughs> Unexpected. <laughs> Very. That's why I said that's why I said that. She popular when she can be. Um <laughs> I could not believe you put Andy Dalton on that list. What is it? What is it that you see that I don't? Please explain it to me. His fire crotch and his long tongue. Anyway. How do you know he has a long tongue? Because I have a picture of on the internet. Okay. All right, <laughs> and you know, long time, long time. Uh, okay, I'm gonna stop you there. <laughs> fine, <laughs> fine. I'm gonna stop you right there. <laughs> so, while we're still in the NFL, as we all know, Trey Lance is no longer a San Francisco 49er. Oh, let's get into this. Yes. I'm a little. Per- I'm not perplexed or confused, but where he went to is where I'm perplexed and fucking confused. The reason why I say I'm perplexed and confused is because Molly, Dak, girl, your numbers up, bitch. You better show up and share out this year. So you're gonna be looking for a new job. Uh, uh, I don't know if I can quite agree with that. Says I changed that. I cannot agree with that. She got my nerves. Yeah, and here's the reason why. And here's the reason why. <laughs> um, Trey Lance couldn't beat out Brock Purdy and Sam Donald. 
Um, I don't see how he's going to beat out Dak Prescott unless there is overwhelming fan pressure, which we do know that Jerry Rice. Jerry, I'm about to say Jerry Rice. So you know, <laughs> Jerry Rice, huh? I was about to say Jerry Rice. Good lord, <laughs> she drank y'all. She drinks y'all. It's fine. Anyways, you know Dallas is susceptible to fan pressure. But I think it'd be a mistake. I think there is a reason why you you have some, you know, Kyle Shanahan um, in San Francisco was able to turn Matt Ryan into a Super Bowl quarterback. So his system works. He knows what he's doing. And if Trey Lance couldn't fit into it and he couldn't be successful and beat out Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, and Sam Darnold, who we've had that experiment with two teams now at this point. Correct. So we know three. So we know the results of that one. It just tells me that they took a shot because I think that Trey Lance and Dak Prescott have very similar skill sets. Um, they're very similar players. What's been what's been shown is that Trey Lance is not the athletic specimen that we thought he was. He's not as elusive. He's not as smart. He's not a Justin Fields. You know, he's not a, 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 a former Russell Wilson as we thought he was. And his accuracy suffers horribly. Um, and so for how long are you going to be considered a project? Is the question. Now, Fair. what they did see was an opportunity to get a third round pick. And excuse me. A, well, he was a number three pick first round for relative to where he was picked very little. And you get a similar quarterback to back up Dak Prescott, who has a bit of the injury bug. So I don't particularly think it was a bad move just because they didn't have to give up a lot for him. However, for anybody that's thinking that Trey Lance may become the heir apparent or be nipping at Dak Prescott heels to take over, I think that that's a mistake. And I think it's a big one. Um, um, especially considering that this, I'm just going to be fr- straight up like, you know, the Dallas Cowboys are, are doomed to fail this season, in my opinion. Um, they got rid of their 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 young, up and coming, and seemingly uh, exciting offensive coordinator Kellen Moore because he got thrown under the bus. And now you're going to have Mike McCarthy's fat ass calling plays yeah. and trying to be the head coach when you know he has trouble just doing clock management. So we can start there. And nobody believes that he's some kind of offensive aficionado. So I just don't understand what people are seeing that I don't see. Like, they're, 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 there's a big problem there. <laughs> and, and we talked about this, I think it was maybe two episodes ago, and the numbers bear out. The more responsibility and pressure and things that you put on Dak to do, the worse he sees, his season is. The best season he's had is when he had Ezekiel Elliott as leading the league in carries and yards. Those are his best seasons. So if they are going to commit to returning to that with Pollard and the rest of their running back room, okay, sure. But let's stop acting. I just don't understand. Let's stop acting. I know people like want to stick up for Dak and whatnot, and I'm not getting down on them. 
I'm just saying, he's a crash test dummy. Like, I know who he is. He's overpaid for who he is. That's their issue. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, that's just where it is. Now, there's still hope for them. They still have a they ha- they still have an above average offensive line. You know, if they go back to what that successful formula, we still don't know what their defense is going to look like. But I'm encouraged. Um, you know, they can make some noise, but it all depends on like how much are they going to put on Dak's shoulders? Because the more they do, the less successful they are. That's just that's just the facts. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see what they do and if he starts because they let go of Will Greer, who actually was showing up the last preseason game. But, you know, we uh, we'll see. Uh, well, that, and that goes to my point. They had to give him up because they got to pay Dak. Yeah, that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it is. Agreed. Um. That yeah, I, that's the weirdest thing. Um, I was checking our email, Kenny. We have a fourth fan question. It's quite interesting. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Re- you ready for this? I'm 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 quite interested. Okay. It's from Tyson. <sighs> It's more, of a statement. it's more of a statement. I, I was checking our email because I was trying to see if any more votes came in. And our nephew has a statement for us. It's more it's not of a question. It's more of a statement. So it's okay. hi, auntie. Hope you guys are well. I've been busy with school. School starting back here. Uh, I've enjoyed the listening to you guys and in all things of it. I've made many more friends uh, who are just like me. Uh, just so that you all know, I started wearing what you guys call gay shorts. <laughs> we said booty shorts, Tyson, but that's fine. Uh, I will be sending <laughs> okay, a picture baby. to you guys soon. School starts back, but I will make sure to keep in touch and send a picture soon. Oh, oh that makes me so happy. That warms my heart. So that is from Tyson, uh, our nephew who lives overseas, actually. Down under. Yes. So school is starting back up. Get some good grades. Uh, mm-hmm. One of us did your, your auntie on the other, and I'm quite not the. I'm, I did. I was a great C plus student. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> a great yes, C I made good grades. Fine. Yes, I did. She was in a. She except, was in a for math. except for math. Except for math. Yeah, bitch. I got D's. I got D's in math. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck I graduated, but we digress. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Kenny, we're going to do our chocolate milk with soul question because. It is in-depth, it is thoughtful, uh, okay. and I guess we're going to have to talk about it. Okay. Dexter is from Sacramento, California, uh, mm-hmm. and Dexter would like to know, in relationships, uh, can your relationship and your friendships grow together, and what makes for a good, healthy, balanced relationship? Ooh, yeah. I need a shot. <laughs> oh, Dexter. Girl, she couldn't ask this question on Nash primetime television. I mean, on daytime television. Uh, um, do you want to start? I'll start. My relationships have been more tumultuous than yours. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I think the one that you're in, 
is so I think what's interesting about our responses is you are coming from a perspective of a relationship that's been around for some years now. Absolutely. And I'm, and I'm in a newer one. I mean, I can't say it's new, but you know, it's certainly not five years. Um, so I guess I'll go ahead and start. Um, <clears throat> so if I'm understanding the question as far as finding the balance between friendship and relationships and can they uh, progress, I think was the word, what was the word that was used? Progress. Can, can friendships and relationships grow together? Um, okay. And then what makes for a healthy, balanced, healthy gay relationship? Because he did inform us that he is gay. Okay. All right. So, um, without, without making any assumptions about Dexter's age, um, the answer is as far as can relationship and friendships grow at the same time? Yes. However, what has to be learned and practiced is the art of boundaries. And that is very difficult for even me at my big age. But boundaries have to be learned, practiced, and, and they have to be put up. And that doesn't mean that is, there's no negative connotation to that. It just means that there has to be boundaries with your friendships and there has to be boundaries in your relationships. So I'll start from the friendship aspect. You have to learn a healthy balance of, yes, you want to discuss and talk with your friends and things of that nature about things going on with you and et cetera. But you also have to learn, okay, there are just things that are inappropriate and don't need to be discussed with your friends um, because they need to remain in your relationship. Um, and as far as the relationship goes, it's important, and this is very important, is that you have to remain an individual, um, which means that Yes, you should have your own friends and yes, you should have your own interests and all those things. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't, you should very much, you know, make a priority your quality time and things of that nature in your relationship. But also it just, you can't, you can't meld into one person because that's just a dang, it's not dangerous, but it's just not healthy because that leads to codependency, that leads to resentment. It just leads to a lot. Um, so long answer short, yes, it is very possible for a relationship and friendship to grow at the same time. It just, requ it just requires healthy boundaries. And you will inevitably have to reevaluate your friendships sometimes if they're not able to respect healthy boundaries and in the same vein you may have to reevaluate re your relationship if that person is not able to respect healthy boundaries as well um that's kind of the key to boundaries uh you have the right to decide your priority and what those boundaries are um 
of course, you know, you try to keep them healthy and thoughtful, which takes time and that's fine. This is all a learning experience, but that is the key to it. Just, you just have to, you have to remain an individual, whether it be with your friendships or your relationship. And at the end of the day, there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with standing up for yourself and asserting yourself, um, whether it be in friendship or relationship, period. As long as it's just from, as long as it's come from a, a loving, healthy place, if these people really care about you, they'll understand. Well, she's done. I will well. say this real quick, real quick. I will say this. And the reason why I wanted to go first was because it's one thing that I've always admired. And this is, you know, not to, you know, inflate this bitch's ego, but whatnot. <laughs> but one thing I've always admired about Bill and Glenn is that it did not take them long to establish their own sense of selves, their selves, and they have their friend groups and they have their own interests and they have all those things. And there is a sense of respect for that between them that is very remarkable. And they're able to travel and spend time together and now they're living together and all these things, but in the same vein, able to really be themselves in a trustful and loving way. Um, and I've always admired that about them. And it's been, and it didn't, and it didn't take them long to do that, um, which is surprising. I guess that's a therapy helping because, you know, I've known this bitch for a long time and that wasn't always her way. <laughs> no, girl, the little white lady on the phone. She's quite loving. Uh, <laughs> Miss Cheryl was quite loving. I had a big shout out to Miss Cheryl. Uh, but yeah, I one thing I will say, and I'll start with that first part of the question, uh, a good healthy dose of your friends and your relationships. And it, it, Kenny can tell you, I've been in a relationship to where my friends disappeared because my relationship at the time didn't want that around. It was they were influenced and they were this and they were that. So because I thought that love was a different way, my friends took a huge backseat. And when I say huge, if we only way I could see my friends is if we all were together and he was in the room or we were mm -hmm. together. Uh, mm -hmm. And that became a lot. Uh, so Kenny hit it on the head where you have to have a good, healthy balance, a good, healthy dose of, you know who you are, you know what you, and as you get older, and I'm not, as I said again, I, we don't know how old you are, uh, but as you get older, you tend to understand, hey, I know what I want on one side of the fence and I know what my friends are to expect, but you have to have that great balance. And thank God I have four of the most amazing friends, uh, one being on the phone that we understand a, a what I will not do is this, this I, in any relationship, my friends are, will be there before, during and after that is the main conversation that I have with anybody, including my husband. Now you have to have your own identity. 
because if you tend to be one in the same, that one in the same going to go, go out faster than a firework. It, it is awful. It sucks. And that's where you go. Who are we? What are we doing? Um, me and Bill have been, as I've said earlier, me and Bill have been together for about, we'll be five years in the end of the next month, September, tomorrow, September 1st, hell this month. Um, the one thing I love about my husband is that he is fully aware that he has married numero uno social butterfly of the South. I don't, I don't think he understood it fully when we first got together, but now he is perfectly okay with you go and do that. I'm going to go to the house, uh, bring your ass home, get your ass in the bed and go to sleep. As long as you're not in jail, don't burn the city down and ain't doing nothing you ain't supposed to be doing. I think I can live with the rest. Uh, but also in a great relationship, I want to say this. And Kenny can tell you for a while, I, every battle that I thought that I could fight, I would fight. It mm -hmm. was Bitch, you turn on the light switch. I, you turn on the light switch wrong. We're going to fight from the time we turn on that light switch to the time I get tired of talking about it. Now, what yeah. I will honestly say in relationships <laughs> is pick your battles. You want to make sure that, and I've, I also have learned to do this in my friendships. Uh, and that's, that's called growth. If just in case bitches are wondering, I, yes, I, yeah. Um, you want to be able to go, is that worth a full-fledged argument? Or am I just going to go, all right, fuck it. We'll deal with that one another day. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to deal with that. Yeah. I'm going to deal with that another day. I don't feel like that today. Because I, I say this now, and I don't think I've ever said this into Kenny or around Kenny. Keeping my husband is more important than fighting an argument. Because mm -hmm. that's how much I love him. I don't think I've ever heard you say anything like that. Right. Um... That's what I, and when I say pick your battles, even my friends, I love my friends more than sometimes than, than the argument. I sometimes I say, fuck them. I ain't got it. Uh, <laughs> but, and that's still, you know, Rayshawn still rolls up every now and then and she's an asshole. Uh, but Nobody knows who Rayshawn is. That is, that is my middle name and she's a different bitch. She's a, she's an asshole. Uh, <laughs> my, my alternate personality. She's a, she's an asshole. Trust me. Uh, I mean, yeah, there we go. I was just making sure that I, I couldn't hear for a second. No, you got Um, But yeah, you, you tend to ask yourself what is important to you. And especially as I've gotten older and once again, no offense to white people, black folks will always build. You go pray to God, you go to church, you talk to your family. You don't talk to anybody else about what's going on in your life. Well, fuck that. I need somebody that's trained and paid. <laughs> I've learned that my family is batshit. They can't help me. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, with that being said, my psychiatrist is amazing. And what I've learned, and I will tell this to anybody, as we get older, we like a we like to be calm. Your body, your body announces it to you, whether silently or loudly. And what that means is that. You just get used to certain shit and you know what you will deal with and what you will not. Mm -hmm. And I think even goes for Kenny in his relationship. Now, even for me and mine, whether Kenny Kenny's is newer, mine is getting older as, as, as the gays would say, all of that 
tumbling and rumbling and jumping up and down and screaming and hollering and half the shit that I see gays do these this day and age. I'm like, girl, what is happening? I need to go home. I'm tired. All I want to do is go out, get drunk, go to my fucking house. And that makes me happy because mm-hmm. when I get home, there's my husband. Or even when he goes out with his friends and I'm at home, I know exactly what he's doing. I know exactly who he's with. 10 out of 10, fuck 9 out of 10. 10 out of 10 is Bill is getting drunk at the country club or getting wine drunk with Jason Mm -hmm. in a conversation. So you grow from that. Now, second part to that is, you know, what do you, what is a healthy balance? That's something you guys, that's something you have to learn, Dexter. Yeah, that's a very subjective thing. That's something Um, you learn. It's, It's different for everybody. You know, everyone, and I think we all can say your best friends are those the people that you think that you know are your best friends. Now that also takes a while to learn. Some people know I know are like twenty going. I got like eight best friends. Fuck that. I got three. <laughs> I got three. <laughs> one is on the phone. The other one is at work. And the other one is cross country. Some goddamn way. But I know in a moment's time, if I call them. And say, girl, whether their feelings about my husband are good, bad, or indifferent, if I need to scream or vent, they're going to sit and listen, give their objection. We'll probably end up at a liquor store. Well, me and this one will. Uh, <laughs> the other one probably would. The one cross country, not so much. But you have to learn that healthy balance. And that's what makes, when you're in your relationship, it makes Ed, the train go so much better because your partner now understands it. He understands what he can do to make your relationship with him and your friendships a lot better because like I like built, like Kenny said, it's very important to make sure you guys have a separate group of friends. And you have to, you have to respect that about each other Uh and be, and be, yeah, respect that each other because the fact of the matter is when you, when you start dating this person or if you are dating somebody or whatever the case may be like at some point you have a good idea of who he is and he has a good idea of who you are and you all knew that when you decided to engage each other and so there just has to be a, a, a respect for that and that's and that's and that's completely fine and then you know at some point you know you you, you make a decision on on where your boundaries are and if they're being respected. And that goes for your friends as well. Because like I said, you may have to reevaluate some of your friends, mm-hmm. your, some of your friendships, you know, who, who are the people who are really down for you. And that doesn't mean that, you know, you just can't be friends with them, but it just means maybe you put some people on a different path. Or right. For a right. And I've said this to Kenny and Kenny and I said this together. A ship is designed to take you places. I've seen it online. I've seen it. And, and now that I've read it a few times and I've over the years, I now understand it. A ship is designed to take you places, relationship, friendship, companionship, whatever ship you decide to get on at the time. If neither mm-hmm. one of those are moving along the way that you choose to, then abandon ship. That's the objective of a ship. It's to move. It's to flow. And that's what you want. And thank the Lord. Now I have gotten in a relationship to where it is now both. Uh, I think also mm-hmm. part of my best friends, only one of them live here. The other two live far away. So my husband, I have to deal with all three of them at one time. 
<laughs> I, I don't think Bill has to deal with all three of them at one time. So one of them don't have to work your nerves anyway, you know. Right. But his thing is, <laughs> Bill is like when Bill see one. When the thing with Bill is, Bill has had all three of us in the room at one time, and he disappears. He's like, "Fuck that! I'm not. I just won't." <laughs> I'm not. I can't even compete with that. And even when I'm in a room with Jason and Clint, I do the same thing because I. You also want to make sure, and I. This is very important that you, even though you are, they love you too. You do. I want everyone to realize that if Mad Day comes along, you are that motherfucker. You are everything that they hate. That even if it wasn't said, you are no longer partner number one. Mm -hmm. You are you Mad Day. You are every motherfucker, everything but the child of God. So keep that in mind. That's why I say make sure you have your own section, your own friends. That way you have a moment to yourself. So it is very possible to have both. Uh, and what makes for a healthy, balanced relationship is just communication. That is the one thing I always say. Whether mm -hmm. good, bad, or indifferent, open your mouth. Yeah. Agreed. Open your mouth. Because mm -hmm. it can be something can be talked about. It can be something that even if you disagree, open your mouth. That way yep. you don't get a week or two down the line ready to tear up your house, i.e. me. Um, <laughs> and then by that point, he done done four other fucking wrong things and you ready to just light the city ablaze. I have done it. <laughs> and Kenny has bad witness seen, to I've, it. I've seen this. I've seen right. This. Now, it, 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 it's so it's, it's, it's enter, you, you, you brought it up and I'm not going to use any names, but as far as um your ex that there there was a period of time where I went through a better part of a year and me and Glenn didn't speak uh -huh. didn't each other and I knew what was going on but I also knew that I would be there for him the moment that he called when you know either he kind of started to see Oh, we knew the devil incarnate. The devil incarnate. Everybody knew my relationship was ending but me. Shit. <laughs> Fuck. And ain't nobody called and told me. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, to... to, to uh, and what well, you understand, when you're in love, you're blind to shit. Well, at that time, I was. I was still a young whippersnapper, honey. Uh, well, I don't yeah. know if I have to call you that, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you were still a young whippersnapper. At I was time, in my thirties. You, you know, she was in my thir uh, early thirties. You was definitely in love, and yeah. you know, and when when it started out, like you know, he presented well. Like you know, I liked him or whatever the case may be. But it, I definitely started to see you know the tendencies and things of that nature, and come around less and less and less, and then turn into nothing at all. And he kind of insulated you into this group of people that he felt comfortable having you around. Mm -hmm. Um, and um, it was one of those situations where I can't say that I knew it was coming to an end because I didn't know anything was going on. Um, and then, you know, when you did come back around, unfortunately, it was like under very horrible circumstances and shit had really hit the fan, but it didn't matter to me. It was just like, all right, what next? What are we going to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that that's a, a very great, a great statement. Um, you know, life happens. But the one thing you take with each friendship relationship is you learn from it. Uh, my mother's always taught me men are like men are like two belts. Um, each time you have a relationship, you learn something different from them. What do they add to the to the creation of your your furniture? And I sadly for years didn't understand what the fuck that meant. I do now. 
I do now easily. What do what does whether this relationship lasts five years, ten, or it stops wherever it stops for anyone, brand new or old? When it ends, what did you learn from it, and what will you take to the next, even if there is a next? You get what I'm saying. Uh, so that's what I mean by that. So cultivate your relationships, cultivate them well. Know why your friends are in your life. Uh, as you get older, once again, I would really like us to, and I hate, I don't want to be in anybody's business. Just tell us what age range you're in. So I know if I'm saying get older, not old, you get anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, but on our end, this is part of the reason why we created this segment because we get to get a little bit more in depth. Um, you get to understand why, yes, we are homos. Uh, <laughs> we are homos and homos go through bullshit too. Uh, but this was a very good question. Um, but Dexter, just communicate, do what makes you happy. But at the same time, make it known that if you feel like, hey, listen, I think I should be doing this or you should be doing this. Say it out loud. Sometimes motherfuckers will get it. Sometimes they won't. But remember, at the end of the day, this is your mess. This is your masterpiece. Edit it loud, frequently and as much as you want to, because guess what? At the end of the day, this is only your story to tell. Yeah, it's it's a play with no rehearsal. That none at all, <laughs> none at all. Because if that's because I if that is a true statement, because the bitch has been winging it for forty four years. Fuck. Listen, listen, folks, ask me. But I like, well, when you figure it out, you let me know because I'm just making this shit up as I go. I'm making this shit up um, as I go. <laughs> it seems to be working. I mean, I, I I think I'm doing pretty well. So it is what it is. You know? Look, if y'all get a, a masterpiece copy of it and making money off, y'all call a bitch. I just want to know how to do it. Uh, <laughs> what is left? Because the bitch is getting older. So after a while, she's going to be able to have a party at her own house and just get drunk and get tired. Um, <laughs> but actually, that, <laughs> uh, that was a amazing question. Um, keep those coming. Chocolate Milk with Soul is here to stay. It is a... Yeah. It is a valuable moment. Uh, my sister's no longer an angry black woman, so you know we can't really give her a rant until this time. Uh, and usually her rants are folded into when we do, uh, oh, she did that. Kind of just rolls into there some shape, form, or fashion. Uh, right. But we like to end the show on a negative, like, right. know, a negative, like, turn these days. But every once in a while, you know, I do have my moments where it's just Yeah, she's still, she's still, she's still Medea. Uh, but we... This segment it makes us feel good. Uh, whether how funny, how deep, th and that's the part. That's the that's what we look for. Uh, so Dexter, thank you. Um, but on that note, boys, gays, and all things in between, we have come to another end of another fabulous episode of Who That Rises Up Sports Talk with the Gay Twist. Uh, just be known that next week will be all football, all gays, all us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, it will be recorded. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm what you have to say. We record on Wednesday before Thursday Night Football. We Correct. will release, we will finally release the tallies of the votes. Um, like you said, you have till Monday, you said? Monday, at, I'm cutting it off at 7 Central Standard Time. Uh, okay. That'll be the last, because Monday, that way it'll give me time to tabulate all like the rest of Monday. Uh, Tuesday to make sure it's correct. I feel like them folks that in Georgia voting and shit, I feel like that. I just got to count and recount and make sure the shit is right. Because I want you to hold something while you vote. My number was right. I ain't got, I ain't got time for all that. Um, 
and I cuss us. So with that let's, being let's said, let's do this again for the college playoff football. Absolutely. Uh, it comes up. Um, cause this has been fun. Um, yeah. But as always, you guys know where to find us on Instagram. You damn sure 972, you know how to find us. Um, on Instagram under Kenny, under Kenny underscore, oh, I take that back. Who underscore that rises up at <laughs> on Instagram? Facebook, okay. Kenny and Glenn at who that rises up. I completely, <laughs> one more, I took a shot of vodka. That is not a good thing. Um, <laughs> not a great thing. Uh, email Kenny and Glenn at who that rises up. All together, no spaces, no caps, just Kenny and Glenn, who that rises up at gmail.com. Uh, but as I said earlier, next week it will be all football, college, pro, uh, picks, raffles, all that other good shit that we discussed. It will be in next week of school because guess what, bitches? Week one is here. And we got plenty. We're going to have, uh, well, not plenty because the first week college football is not. We're going to have plenty of football to talk about. Yeah. Uh, right. But um, we'll do that too. Tyson, aunt, Tyson, aunties love you. Dexter, we'd love to hear more. Um, I'm, so, as Glenn pointed out, curious to know if you feel comfortable. Just tell us age range. Just say yeah, between 30 and 40. You know, is it, what is your dating situation? Is there something motivating this question? Because, you know, why not? Let's talk about it. Um, yeah. Oh, and lastly, real quick, you know, Nate discussed, but if somebody can show me any evidence that Mitch McConnell was not already dead, that'd be great. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Bill say they're holding him up by a stiff pole. They're definitely weakened at Bernie's in him. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, no shade. Before we go, that's the second time that man stood up there and forgot all the words to I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Uh, <laughs> Just saying. Uh, y'all go to hell. Uh, anyway, on behalf of myself, once again, I am Glenn Reeves. You know my good sis, Kenny Ray. As I say to you, boys, gays, and all things in between each and every episode has become my favorite saying. And so, and now I've seen a few emails with uh, that saying at the end of it. Somebody owe us a check. Uh, I'm just kidding. We love that you guys are listening. I'm just kidding. Uh, sports is for everybody. Including you. Good night, everybody. Good night, lovelies.